This episode of Rockcast is brought to you by rock sponsor Subsplash. Subsplash is a technology company that provides software solutions for churches and nonprofit organizations. Connect with Subsplash today at rockrms.com slash sponsors. Welcome back for another edition of Rockcast, the podcast where we take you behind the scenes at Spark Development Network and find out what is going on with the core team, the core product, and the community. I'm Emily Foreman. We have John Edmiston and Nick Erdo, and we, as usual, have lots of great things to talk about. You know, one thing we haven't discussed in a while is um, just what's going on with the dev team. So Nick, is that something you could give us an update on? I can. Yeah, we recently hired a, a new person. Uh, his name is Chris, and Chris is helping out with various aspects of the pipeline and, and cycles, namely quality assurance program, such as the alpha and the beta testers. So if you're on the alpha or beta team, you've probably already interacted with Chris, and he's coming up to speed fast. But as everyone knows, it's a giant mountain of things to learn. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So give him grace as he you know, learns the ropes. And I'll be transitioning some of those things to Chris more and more. But it's been a great uh, uh, blessing to the team to kind of have someone that whose focus is, is that aspect of rock. And, you know, the other eight developers that we have kind of um, firing are firing on all cylinders and uh, not firing developers. <laughs> We're, no, we're not firing we're people. We're hiring. hiring. Yeah, almost always. <laughs> if you know of any top-notch developers, send them my way for sure. Um, so many projects going on, and um, it's hard to know exactly where at a moment's you know notice where any feature is going to be. Um, I, I know John has asked me several times. I'm like, John, I don't remember. It might be <laughs> v, V13. It might be 12.5. Yeah, I mean, I, I get that asked a lot too, just in general. And the hard part is a lot of times by the time a feature sees the light of day, it's like a month at least it's since old. we had seen it. So it feels very old to us. Like, oh, that must have been out like two versions ago. It's like when I was just released. Yeah. So it's hard to keep all these things in our head. But I would like reiterate exactly what Nick said. Like the development team is just flooded with work right now. And we have, uh, you know, major features coming out and major releases. We have a whole bunch of. A, a, a ginormous amount of features coming out in point releases and we're working on kind of re-smoothing out our roadmap and how we release um, but we feel like we need to get what we committed to in 13 done uh, before we can readjust how we do that but the dev team is just you know killing it in terms of how many things are on their plates and also looking strategically like we're not just looking at the stuff that's out in the next year, but we're really focusing on stuff that will get us to, uh, you know, a new framework um, for the long term. Right. Yep. Yeah. There's some exciting activity going on in that area. Yeah. And a lot. I mean, it's not it's not a little bit of activity. It's but it's hard to keep, you know, all those ships going and you're doing a great job. Oh, thanks. I'm just trying to do my part. Everybody else is is working hard. So, yeah, sometimes I feel it's almost like d-day on omaha beach it's like there's just so much stuff going on and every day it's yeah. a combination of d-day and groundhog's day <laughs> bullets, wh bullets whizzing by it's, it is at the end of the day you know there's nothing but exhaustion i think 
We, yeah. we all three of us can say that. Oh, yeah. I think we definitely go home going, man, that was a good day. We got a lot done. Yeah. And, you know, thank goodness for task management software because oh it helps keep uh, yeah. balls in the air, too. Yeah. Yeah. so much occasionally someone says well you know maybe we should look at another tool instead of asana it's like oh no. my gosh <laughs> there's so much stuff in there there's no way we could move it uh and for the most part it's working yes yeah. it's like every tool you always wish there was something better but they're they're getting pretty good at rap you know moving more and more features into mm-hmm. that product so yeah it's been helpful definitely but in terms of other features that we are working on there's there's a lot on the list um there's some really exciting features around giving analytics coming up um, and some of these features were dreams and, and presentations that have been around for eight years that we've been trying to get to, just trying to get to. But as you make a new system, you know, these tools that are higher up on the tree, higher fruit up on the tree are not the ones you get to right away. Mm-hmm. Um, but literally some of these ideas have been presentations that have been, you know, assembled eight years ago. And it's it's great to finally get them out. And, and a lot of those tools are uh coming along now because of some extra funding from from life church and so super excited about these tools because i really think um and they're the perfect partner to work with these on because they have the same heart that these tools mm-hmm. are not about the money it's about taking care of people and having the right heart um and you know it just happens to be that our finances are one of the the ways in the in the closest measure of our heart and um, how we see how God's trusted us with our money. How do we trust him? Mm-hmm. So it's a good barometer to trust. And it just happens to be that that's the closest thing to to the heart. And so really excited about that. Um, it's it's actually a very challenging feature set, but it's actually probably one of the, 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 the features I'm having the most enjoyment, you know, working on because, you know, uh, you can see the impact it's going to have. Um, and we've kind of hinted and showed a few people some of the designs, and there's a lot of people getting really excited. So very, very um, interested in that. And I would say, too, hey, we're going to roll out those features, and they're not going to be done. We're gonna have, we still right. have many more ideas on, in that space. So don't assume that if there's like one little you know, feature that's not in there that we're done and we missed it. No, we're, just, we're still iterating. Also, too, working a lot on um, Rock Mobile. Of course, it is available. You can start writing apps now, but we're already working on version two, and we're very excited about some of the features that we're working on with that. And a lot of those features that we work on are are coming to us because of the people who are uh, we're working with them on implementing these apps. So the first people who work to roll out the apps are helping to drive the roadmap of what comes next. One of the things that we heard that was very, very important to people that I wouldn't have understood, and that's why I love working directly in the trenches with these churches, is uh, reading plans is very, very important. They have those in their current apps. They want to keep them in their app. Um, now, we think uh, whenever possible, we, we should divert reading plans into like a version type thing because mm-hmm. we're not going to try to rebuild version. That is an amazing product. Um, everybody who uses it knows that. Um, but I'd also say to all of us who use it, don't understand how hard it is right. to do what they do. I mean, that is a very difficult app with translations and just all the features that they have. What we're trying to do in Rock Mobile is not to replace that. But it is to say, hey, if my church has a reading plan um, and it's integral to what we do, can I have that in my app? I'm not going to have all the collaboration of like sharing those verses with the world, um, but I just need to have that. And uh, yeah, so we are working on that. We've actually um, 
been working hard to get the license to do that. So we have the ESV locked in where we can do, you know, pretty much whatever we want with it within Rock Mobile. Um, and that license is applied for all churches. So Spark went out and got that license. And as long as it's for use within Rock Things, we can we can do that. And that's going to start in Rock Mobile. Uh, so really excited about that. But again, there's just lots of features being added to the version two of Rock Mobile that I think people are really going to love and be able to take uh, advantage of within their own uh, mobile apps. Um, tons of other features out there. Um, I've had the opportunity to just really be with a lot of people in the community in the last uh, couple months. And so whenever that happens, I'm, I'm always involved, but sometimes I, there's just been a lot more involvement. Uh, this week I taught a class. So Definitely had 26, you know, ears that I could hear and listen to about what they want um, mm-hmm. and already have ideas from that class of like new features that we want to add. So I love that. That's the part, one part of my job that is probably the most rewarding and the one I like the most. So tons of new stuff coming. There is no one over here twiddling their thumbs. <laughs> That's um, a great point. But not only are new things coming, there might be some things hidden under the covers of Rock that some people haven't quite figured out why or how to use or haven't quite gotten there yet exactly in fact nick said it today earlier today he said uh maybe we should just stop making new features and, and let people catch up and use the features that we already have <laughs> which is so true um because there's so many features built into rock that no one's really using right now and why is that is because when people come on to rock which for the most part every church is new to rock for the most part it rocks a new product so therefore almost everybody's new um, there's a couple churches that have been on it for multiple years, but for most people, they're still new to it. And so when you're new, you have to use, you, you just got to get your data in, you got to get everything unpacked. Uh, you can't add on to the house you just bought until you get everything unpacked first. And um, so that makes sense. But but 2021, it, for us, one of the strategies behind 2021 is is communicating the features that have been here forever that are not being used and should be. And so the feature that I want to cover today is the following feature. Um, it's probably one of the most underutilized features in Rock, and it's also one of the most powerful ones because churches are all about people, right? And this feature helps you connect with people, and that's what Rock's all about, relationships and relationship management systems. Um, so if you're not fully implementing the following feature, I would say make it a goal to put that on your calendar, block time to go read those features, understand those features, and then implement those features. Now, many of you might be saying, hey, that's not the way it works here. Um, on my team, I support those and they tell me who what, what they need and then I give them those features. Great. I, I get that. I mean, that's a limitation, but they probably don't know what these features can do. Right. Should they know what these features could do, I'm pretty sure that they would put this on a list somewhere. Uh, right now, it's not on the list, though. So you need to be able to paint the vision of what they can do, let them prioritize it, and then mm. and then implement it. Or some things what I've done in my previous career working in the church is I would take a little bit of my even my own time and say, well, I think this is a value. Mm-hmm. Let me implement it in a small way. It doesn't have to be a grandiose, like full-scale rollout, but I might implement it in a small way. I might find someone on staff who, who sees the vision too, use a little bit of my free time to go implement it in a small way as a pilot so that they can show you know, how it can be used. So basically what this feature does is allows you to get information about people maybe you should follow. You can manually follow people if you'd like, but there's tools to say, hey, because of 
the groups that you're leading or these filters that you set up, here's some people I would recommend you follow. And then once you follow them, it'll alert you to things like birthdays, anniversaries, um, where they baptized, um, different state changes within um, their record. And it's you can do a lot. It's, so, it's one of those features we want to keep adding more to, but um, it's also one of those features until people start using it more, it doesn't really make a lot of sense to add those features to. So we use it within um, our organization. So many of you probably get um, emails from us on your birthday, and, and that's how we know. Um, that it's your birthday. Um, You're giving away our magic. Right. Well, I would say too that those emails are not automated. No, those they're are not. Handwritten. Absolutely. Emails. It's just an assistant. It tells you, hey, don't forget. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. It's kind of like it, Jarvis. It's something that helps you care. I mean, you could yeah. still ignore it if you didn't care. Mm-hmm. Right. And we have ideas how to build that feature out even better. But again, you guys need to start using it. Um, it's one of those features I think could really transform your ministry and make it feel personable. And I know working at the church, uh, we actually, this was a slightly different feature, but we actually did automate an email from the church on your birthday. Mm-hmm. You know, just said happy birthday. It was pretty basic, had a nice little picture of a cake. Um, at one point we were putting like a free coupon to get like a coffee at the, at the coffee shop. But at, at this point we hadn't done that yet. And I remember kind of thinking, this is kind of lame. You know, we're just sending this out like, feels a little like, are we really making a difference? But I actually got a response uh, back once. And uh, this lady wrote, wrote back and said, thank you so much for remi- for remembering my birthday. You were the only person oh, my today wow. that actually said happy birthday. <gasps> and it made me feel a little sad that that was her situation. But it actually made me see the importance of some of these tools. Now, that was a blanketed automated tool. And there are some tools that will do that with inside of Rock. There's some mm-hmm. plugins that will do that. Um, but this is actually a high touch, you know, relationship building tool. Right. Um, and so maybe even write a report inside of rock and see how many people your staff are following. That's what I did within, mm. um, CCV when I worked there is like, you could see, you know, pastors who are not following a lot of people either need to go get training. Cause they pro- that's probably what the issue is. Most people are not trying not to be good pastors they just don't know that these <laughs> these tools exist maybe they came on recently and they didn't they don't know yeah. or um and then and then track that and make that like a metric like hey as a pastor you should be following a lot of people and if you're not it's probably a training issue mm-hmm. you know i like what you said there john you mentioned something that i know can be a mental hang-up for me and i imagine for a lot of people and that sometimes I'll look at something and go, yes, I really need to do that. But I don't quite have the whole grandiose scheme of how to apply this worked out to the fine details. So I'm going to set it on the back burner until I have that. Well, that can sit on the back burner forever. Um, so it's better to just get something live in play um, and then figure out how to scale it from there. Test it, try it, try mm-hmm. some new things. And this feels like a feature that is uh, bite size enough that you could use it pretty quickly yeah it's a very you could you could get a limited rollout of this in a matter of a couple of days right and not a couple of days full of work just a couple hours really sessions yep and i would encourage people like you know i'm pretty sure moses didn't have everything he needed when he had to go do what he was called to do in fact <laughs> he no one gave him the responsibility to go do that except for god and that and god has told us we need to be the digital moses's to our little churches yeah. i mean i say little not right. the global church. But it's not like he had 
earthly responsibilities, earthly duties to go do this. You know, he had he had divine responsibilities. And it's good point. Remember, no one really liked him. Like everybody yeah. was complaining. I want I want water. Wow. I want food. I want. We can all relate to that. Exactly. I was thinking about that just the <laughs> other day. It's like in a, in a way where all these little teeny tiny Moseses. <laughs> And within your church, you're that. If you're waiting for someone to come and like tap you on the shoulder with a magic wand and say, you are now bequeathed with all the resources and do whatever you want, it's not going to happen. It, and it doesn't happen in this world. You've got to make these little changes and, you know, make, probably don't do what Moses did, knock on the top guy's door and start like putting plagues in place, but find little successes. And that's going to give you, you know, the ability to do more things like it's going to give you chips in your poker game to get more things um but if you're waiting for someone to come and ask you um i think honestly your church is never going to move forward in terms of digital strategy or with or if it's going to happen they're going to bring somebody else in mm. and you're going to find yourself going oh wait so they get to do it and i don't um you have that opportunity right now take it that's a great point and a, and a good encouragement. And it we're all probably all in a better place because Moses didn't wait for like the GPS and the supply lines. Right. And again, be careful. Don't walk in with swagger and just start saying, okay, well, if no one else is going to do it, I'm going to do it. Just <laughs> with humility and a kind heart, find small successes. Right. And then let those successes speak for themselves. You don't have to speak through them. Get that other pastor to go, hey, would you do me a favor? Would you go to like a couple other pastors and show them what, what we've done here? And would you help? show them that um, and then that's going to bring more work to your plate to help do those things because we're not doing these things to raise our own ego we're raising right. we're doing these things because we want to make a difference in people's lives so who gets the credit for it is not important and demonstrating what's possible with a little effort is a, a great way to um, see vision spread right and we're really sitting at a important time within churches that we're going to see a huge um, swing to more digital, not because of the pandemic. That's this, this, this too will pass. Like they'll go away, but we we need to keep it on top of mind with people every day. Mm -hmm. And the physical church of course is, is probably the most important expression of the church for the, you know, the weekend experience that's never going away, but we have to increase a little bit of the importance on this, day to day and that's going to take a lot of leadership a lot of vision and it's going to take some resources but those resources are going to trail vision mm -hmm. and leadership those resources rarely do you see resources applied and then the vision and the leadership come and when that happens it usually is a huge failure you've got to have the vision the leadership and then the resources will follow that but if you're waiting for it to come the other way you're going to be waiting a while that's a great point or you're going to be the one who now is not the one helping to lead that. So we'll be talking a lot about features people aren't using this year, also to try and help elevate awareness on what's possible um, and share some, some cool things that might be some easy to implement, some might take a little more effort, but some good things that could benefit everyone that people just might not know about too much. We'll keep doing that this year. Right, so start getting immediately involved in following yes. because the next one's coming and you don't want to wait. You're going to be behind if you wait. So immediately this week, next week, block time on your schedule, watch the videos, watch, read the manuals, play with it yourself, find your target that you're going to go pilot this with 
and let's let's giddy up. Let's go. Get it going and and let us know how it goes. Send us a note. Hey, I tried this. This is working really great. We'd love to hear that. Yeah, or this is working great and it would be great if and right. Yeah. Yep. That would be wonderful. So what's going on in the community? What's available to those uh, who are interested in increasing what they know about rock? Um, we've been really uh, heavy on the classes this year and uh, we're just getting started. So I did want to mention we just wrapped up our second sequel for rock class of the year. Um, these are the first two we've ever had. We're very excited about this as a, as a concept and as a class. Now, this is a class for the people that are really interested in taking their skill sets to a different uh, technical level. So we are recommending that you have a prereq kind of of completing a master class and or at least six months of experience in doing some database administration type work inside Rock. Yeah. So this isn't for everybody. Right. So know your Rock features and have a desire to take your technical knowledge to another level. So, John, if I'm coming into this class and considering signing up, is it better that I know a little more about Rock or a little more about SQL? Uh, I would say rock. You don't have to know necessarily know SQL, but I'd say you should know rock. You should probably know a little bit about lava. Mm-hmm. You know, like if because that not that you need it for the class, but if if you had a interest in that, you'll love the SQL. But if you have no interest in lava, not that you, you the SQL will be of no use to you. But um, but it is a technical class. It's 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 not a how to use rock class. But you better know how to use Rock because if you go in there, we start talking about the tables and you have no idea what the group table right. does and you have no idea what groups do in Rock, you're going to be a little lost. Yep. Um, but this is not, you know, this is not the class for everybody. I think master class, you could say, is kind of a class for everybody. Like every everybody listening to this podcast could get something from yes. master class. There's a lot of hidden features in Rock that people don't know that that we should talk about in master class. But not everybody on the podcast, I think, would be. Um, would find value in the SQL class. And speaking of the master class, um, that is something that most people find value in. It's interesting because we get a lot of questions about, should I take this class now or should I take it later? Or who should I send on my staff? And um, and we hear from those who attend the class that people in a wide range of, of timelines and positions find value. And I think it's for the reason that you stated We've had some people come through masterclass where we thought, gosh, they've been doing rock things a long time and they're they're pretty competent. But in most cases, we've heard back from them directly with something that says, hey, you know what? One, I gained some confidence in this class and I'm not afraid to try things I would have been afraid to try before because I knew more than I thought I did. Uh, so it kind of cemented my foundation. And two, I found some interesting hidden things that I didn't know about and wouldn't have uh, picked up on my own. So there seems to be value there. Um, we also hear from people as early as like mid implementation of rock who are going to be the primary rock administrators and main like trainers of their own staff that come through and they find a lot of value there. And then we hear from people who come maybe in the early stage and then come again another a couple years later and their context has changed as they've gone deeper in rock and they learn an entirely different set of things. Um, so it does seem to have a pretty broad application. Yeah, it's a classic chicken or the egg problem. People who come very, very, very early in the rocket implementation will say, wow, that was like drinking out of a fire hose. And I think I don't, if I had waited longer, I would have known more and could have gotten more. And those who wait longer said, man, I wish I hadn't waited this long because right. there's things I would have done differently because I hit master class. Yes. So I would recommend the earlier and mm-hmm. just know the earlier you, you come 
you're going to feel a slight more overwhelmingness, but that's okay. You're hearing it. It's getting into your, mm -hmm. your body and you're going to be able to pull those things when you hit those situations. So I, I would recommend earlier the better, but realize that you'll have this, you'll feel differently when you do that. But I think that to me, that's better than the work. It's worse when you wait too long and go, ah, I would have done things totally differently and I have to rework all this stuff. And don't forget if you hire someone new to your rock team, send them through masterclass. It's yeah. Don't um, anticipate they can get all of their learning on the job as they go. Masterclass is a great investment in those situations too. Yeah, I know there's dollars associated with that, but if you think about it, it's the cheapest way to get someone mm -hmm. up to speed. I mean, you're, if you're going to spend your own time or the time of somebody else on your team, that's that's that time is money. And if they do things wrong, yes, that time is money. So to me, if you look at it from a purely financial perspective, it makes the most sense to get that training ahead of time. And think about the depth and breadth of rock. Um, it, it's very hard to cover all of that or to know all of it in-house mm -hmm. um, and be able to provide that to someone else. And as a core team, I think it's, as we look and see who's coming through, I mean, a lot of partners are sending their mm -hmm. their staffs to masterclass as soon as they come on. I mean, that kind of shows you the value that that, that training does. And I, I think that's a, you know, the fact that they're doing that kind of shows that more churches should be doing mm -hmm. that too. So we have a masterclass coming up. We've completed one already this year in um, early February. We have another one in late April coming up. We only have a handful of spots left, so it's almost sold out. That is going to be a hybrid model. So there will be some people in person and some people um, in a virtual setting. That will happen simultaneously. Everyone will be participating with the same instructor. There are always a few more opportunities in person for um, offline interactions, evening office hours, uh, kind of hanging out at dinner with the core team and things like that, that are possible in person that you know we, we wouldn't be able to share virtually um, and some connection opportunities and things. But we, we're going to be able to offer both. And I think that's been really helpful in the current setting. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the other new class that we introduced late last year is, so we've started at the deepest level of class that we have right now, and we're kind of going up to the higher level. So we have what we call Rock 101 and 102, or group them together in the Rock 100 series. And it's really like a survey of rock, like a high level overview, what all can rock do, where's it located? Um, and it helps provide a few things for those who are in the very early stages or possibly for those in your organization who don't need to interact a lot with Rock, but need to kind of know what's possible. And um, it's two weeks of some accountability and some Q&A. So basically what the class is, is it walks you through about 75 minutes of videos every morning for two weeks in an on-demand format. So you have access to the videos, they're assigned, it's a video curriculum. And they're mostly like three to seven minute videos that you'd consume at your pace. Um, and then there is a, an instructor-led Q&A where a Spark instructor can answer your questions related to the features in the videos that you watched that morning. So it provides that accountability. I just, I know it's true for myself and probably others. Sometimes I'm like, okay, great. I'm going to watch that training video or I'm going to, you know, consume that content that I know I need but it just doesn't quite happen or I don't really know how to approach it or group it the right way. And this class helps take care of that. It also provides a test instance for everyone who's involved. So they get a chance to do some hands-on. So if you're doing it right, this is a class where you get out of it what you put into it. But if you are pacing yourself with the videos, you're testing some things in your instance, and you're coming with really good questions in that Q&A and listening to what all the other churches involved are asking as well, you can really move yourself forward in, in understanding Rock. 
and it will walk you through most features again at a high level this is not the database administration course um, but you know we've even seen some people who are saying well i'm thinking about moving to rock from another system but i need to know what rock does and and we see some of those people enrolling in this course as well and, and one starts um uh, i think by the time this post will be through week one of a 100 series course. But there'll be more of those, I'm sure, scheduled. Yes, and we'll yeah. try and get one of those up uh, here pretty soon. So there That's be what I love site. about the classes is the questions that come up really help guide the class. I mean, like that 100 class, yeah, you're going to watch those videos, but then you're going to have that time with the Spark and instructor, and you're going to hear other questions. Mm-hmm. I know I got a question this week when I was um, kind of pit- pinch hitting for the SQL class. Someone asked, like, oh, I, I want to write this kind of query about like emails that might have changed in the last 30 days. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's like a brilliant, yeah, mm-hmm. that's a brilliant query. Like that was not in the curriculum, but let's, let's just take a, a minute, let's stop and let's write that query. And we did. And, and I think a lot of people took that query away and, and cause I pasted it into the chat window and, and are going to use it. Mm-hmm. And again, the curriculum can't be all things to everybody. Right. And those questions give us those those uh, ideas but I, I i just love that interaction and that wasn't the only one there's like a you know 10 or 20 different people asking a question like ah that's a really good question mm-hmm. so you're going to get as much just from the other people asking other questions and and you build relationships you know oh, even re- even re- virtually you you know you start to have that familiarity with other people in the community definitely so there are lots of options um for classes make sure you find out what they are one other thing that we'll be doing soon is sending out a, a survey about RX 2021. So we're trying to figure out what our options are uh, locally with our host site and figure out what the community wants. Um, so we're going to be sending a survey out to ask your opinion. It's going to be super quick and to the point, but we really value that opinion. Please share it with us. We can't read your minds. We try really hard, but we're not very good at that yet. Um, so please share your opinion when you see that come through. And then as always, we want to remind you, work with Rock Partners. There are vendors in the space that are uh, fully behind and supporting the vision of the rock community and understanding what that collaboration and generosity look like. And it looks so different from things of this world, but there are there are many organizations that have become rock partners because they believe in that and they're helping fund that. Um, and then there are other vendors that have opted not to, and they want to be very present in the space. And you wouldn't necessarily know they're not a rock partner because they kind of operate as if they you know, are fully behind and supporting the vision of what Spark is doing. So check out the rock partner page. Um, we have a, a partner page, a sponsor page. They're just different types of services offered, but they're all those who are invested in the nonprofit and in the community. Make sure that those you're working with for rock services or rock related services are investing partners and sponsors with our organization and are not vendors that are just capitalizing on a group of churches looking for a, you know a good business model um, because there is a difference and one moves spark forward as a as a funded organization that's doing collaborative generous work with the community and one literally unfunds that work so make sure you check that out and and know who you're working with yeah i mean the rock model is very 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 different Yes. And I think we take that for granted that everything from a secular perspective and a different model might be feel very funded. And that's not the way that, right. that rock is. And the rock model is fueled purely by giving, not taking. Yes. And that goes from, from individually 
do I give from the community or do I take from the community? There's lots of people, you know, like a lot of you guys are, are giving generously of your time in terms of recipes, help within Rocket Chat. And, and that's what fuels this whole thing from the individual level to an organizational level, churches that donate versus churches that don't. And even from a partner perspective, partners that um, who partner with us and those who vendors who stay on the edges and basically are just pulling, you know, business from the community. Um, and like you said, Emily, it's you can't often tell the difference right? Um, from a church, from an individual or from an, a, 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 a vendor. And it could be the vendors opted out on purpose or it could be that they just don't understand our model. True. So have the conversation. But I will say that as we grow, we continue to grow. If we lose our eye on keeping the giving yes. on all three of those levels, yes. individual organization and vendors, you know, the, the model is not just going to, you know, we can't just assume everything's just going to keep going as it is. We yeah. already, we started underfunded. We're currently underfunded yep. and it's going to even get worse if we don't at all three levels. Yes. Look at giving more than we take. And that's a responsibility that we all share as members of the rock community, whatever our roles and wherever our locations. Yeah. Even the partners, like you might, as a, as an evaluation criteria have like, how much are they giving to the community? Mm -hmm. There's some partners you look at, at their pages and they're giving so much um they have they give plugins away or they give blog posts away mm -hmm. um and you know i would in my mind i would plus one them for that kind of mm -hmm. stuff um so absolutely well thank you so much for joining us for another rockcast we look forward to connecting again next time and in the meantime have a great time in the rock community episode of Rockcast is brought to you by Rock sponsor IT OneSource. Any IT products and services solutions can be acquired through IT OneSource. Connect with them today at rockrms.com slash sponsors. <laughs>